0: eo fire bonus income report march 2016 hey fire nation and welcome to eo fire where i chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite What's shaking Fire Nation, JLD here and welcome to a bonus episode of EO Fire because it is the March 2016 income report and we do have a doozy for you as always, but it's a different kind of doozy than the last income report. The last income report was like, whoa, that's a doozy, $600,000. We got a different kind of doozy today, so hang on tight. But before we even get into the numbers, I want to welcome Josh and our recently birthday girl, Kate Erickson. So what's going on, guys? Uh, what's up, Fire Nation? Hey,
1: what's up, Fire Nation? I love talking about doozies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> March 2016, income at a glance. Our gross income was $116,000. Our total expenses were... Fifty-two k total net profit for March, sixty-three thousand dollars. Nothing to cry about, um, but there was a difference between March and February, and that was three hundred and eleven thousand dollars the wrong way. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a lot of awesome stuff. Um, if anybody can say "Viva la Puerto Rico," you'll know what I'm saying. And yeah, you know what I noticed actually. The more I say that. For the first time ever, I've been able to start trilling my R's, which I've never been able to do in my life. So this is getting exciting. But first and foremost, guys, we always start off with a kick butt tax tip from none other than our CPA on fire, Mr. Josh Bowerly himself. So Josh, jump in here. You had a killer tax tip back in February. What's the March tax tip for us today?
1: Yeah, and you know, we've we're reaching the end of tax season here. I, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> and it either means the deadline's coming or a trains coming. I'm not not <laughs> quite sure, but all aboard. Yeah, so we've made it through another tax season. We're 250 tax returns in the books. Wow. And last year, one of our most popular tax tax tip articles was our 5 lessons learned from tax season. So, this year we are bringing it back and I have five new tax tips. And these are five lessons that we've learned from doing over 250 tax returns for entrepreneurs. There are mistakes that we're seeing people make. There are areas we can see them, we want to see them improve. And John, a lot of these are going to be things that we've discussed on these tips before. But I don't want people to just dismiss them because they've heard them before. You know, if, if you're not implementing them, then you haven't really heard them. So pay attention. If one of them speaks to you, then we're still early in 2016 and let's get this fixed. Sound like a plan?
0: Yeah, it's like white man can't jump. You're listening, man, but you're not hearing it. Exactly.
1: That's exactly <laughs> where we're at. So number one, the I'm, I'm seeing too much bad bookkeeping. And I'm, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here, John. I am, I'm, I'm tired of seeing bad bookkeeping because this is such a killer for entrepreneurs. All right, you hear me say it all the time on this income report, and I, 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 I think I've been given some bad advice because I've been telling people that a spreadsheet's okay to do their bookkeeping. I'm changing my mind on that. If you have a successful business, if you're pulling in revenue and you have expenses coming out, you gotta do this properly. You've gotta get some bookkeeping software. Uh, you potentially have to hire someone else to do it, but this has to get done. Okay, I mean, for the expense we're talking, getting something like zero, getting something like QuickBooks, we're talking twenty bucks a month, thirty bucks a month. Okay, if you have the time to do it yourself, do it. But that's just going to sync things up with your bank account. It's going to automate things. It's going to make them more clear come tax time. And if you're not going to do that, hire someone to do it. All right, pay someone. There's there's companies like Bench that are 130 bucks a month. Okay. I hate bookkeeping. I swear I would never offer these (laughs) services. I'm, I'm, after seeing this tax season, I'm caved in. I brought on an amazing bookkeeper. Nice. Yep. We now offer these services. So reach out to us if you want to. But Fire Nation, this has got to get better for entrepreneurs. This is killing people, right? You can't take advantage of the tax laws. You, if you get audited, you're going to be in big trouble. You've got to have your bookkeeping in order. Okay. So lesson number one, too much bad bookkeeping.
0: And lesson number 1.1A, Josh is now a one-stop shop. Holla.
1: Exactly. Yep. So all in one, come see us. Number two, people are still operating out of the wrong entity. And this is another one that we've brought up a lot, whether you should be an S Corp, whether you should be an LLC, take some time, sit down with someone, talk about this, do some research, figure out if you're in the right entity. Okay. This is a tip that literally hiring someone to do this for you, an hour's worth of work, and you're going to save $10,000 a year potentially. Okay. Every year I see tens, twenties, 30 different entrepreneurs that are Throwing ten thousand dollars or more away in taxes for this one simple wrong decision, okay it's so easy to get right, Fire Nation, take two thousand and sixteen we 're still we 're just out of the first quarter, all right You can get the, this right for the rest of this year. You can save yourself a ton of taxes. find someone that you can talk to to make sure that you 're in the right entity
0: yeah, and two point one a fire nation you're trying to save hundreds and maybe like a thousand dollars and costing you tens of thousands of dollars so. Hire the right people. Go ahead, Josh. Yep.
1: That segues perfect into point number three. People are majoring in minor things. All right, and it's, it's a quote I've heard Jim Rome use before. And he was talking more in life, you know, people are concerned with these little details and letting the important things go. But it's so true in taxes. All right? I, people are coming to me saying, oh, I need to deduct this $5 lunch. <laughs> like, who freaking cares about your $5 lunch, all right? You're operating out of the wrong business entity and you're costing yourself $10,000, Okay. Get the major things right. Get your bookkeeping right. Get your business entity right. Make sure you're taking all the major expenses. Stop worrying about how to get your $10 lunch deductible or how to get your, your, your vacation deductible. All right. Yeah. Those things are great. And those are perks of being an entrepreneur, but those are drops in the bucket. All right. So we want to major in major things. Stop majoring in minor things. Number four. They are. Uh, too many entrepreneurs are are continuing to operate a business that isn't profitable year after year after year. Right? If, if I'm on three years of doing your tax return and you're still showing a major loss every year, you've got to consider some type of change here. Right at that point, it's no longer a business; it's a hobby. Okay, if you're use, losing money year after year, it's a hobby because what's what's the number one goal in business? Right, it's it's to make money. Sure, there's there's other goals, there's there's other things you want to accomplish with that business, but if it's not making money, then it's not a business. And in, in fact, the IRS actually has strict rules on this. If it loses money more than three years in a row, they're going to consider it a hobby and not a business, which means you can no longer deduct those losses. So I'm not saying you have to shut down your business, but you need to reevaluate things. You need to find a way to make this thing more profitable because as you're operating it, it's, it's not currently a business and, and things need to change.
0: 4.1A, Fire Nation, you're obligated to generate revenue with your business, like make it happen. You're putting the time, the energy, the effort get that obligation coming back to you in the form of a revenue.
1: And John, when are you taking your CPA exam? Because I think you have this stuff down, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Number five, they are only talking to their tax professional at tax time. All right, I, I can't tell you how many people come to me and what's even worse, some of them are coming to me two or three years later asking me to prepare returns from that long ago and saying, hey, what's some tax strategy we can do to, to lower this? Well, here's a tax strategy build a time machine and talk to me three years ago because (laughs) there's nothing I can do at this point. Your numbers are what you are. I mean I, I like how
2: fired up you are today Josh.
1: Yeah, let me just kind of break in here for a second because Fire <laughs> Nation, if you go back and listen to all the income reports,
0: you're like Josh is such a nice guy. Like is he is he maybe a pushover? Like he seems like he's so super nice, but guys, it is April 6. This guy has been pulling 16, 18-hour days for like the past like month. I mean, he is just laying it all on the line. So listen close cuz this is the real deal, holy field.
1: Yeah. I mean, these these are important tips. We, we got to get these right. And, and people are talking to their tax professional April 6th, right? There's nothing your tax professional can do on April 6th. You need to talk to him on January 1st or talk to him on April 6th, but April 6th for the current year, not the prior year.
0: Yeah. Well, now let me ask this question because this is proving that I should not take my CPA exam. But <laughs> I mean, what if Fire Nation is listening and it is like April 7th or 8th or even 14th and there's like, like I want to file an extension? I mean, is that something that they can file an extension and then hopefully get their act together and then be on time going forward in the, the upcoming years?
1: You always have the option to file an extension and that gives you until October 15th to file your tax return. But one important thing to note there is even if you file an extension to, to file your taxes, the IRS still expects you to pay anything you owe mm. by April 15th. Otherwise, you're going to get hit with penalties and interest. And and that, that actually could be bonus tip number six, because that's a mistake I see a lot as well. That's what I have for them this year. Those are our five tips. We're early in the year. We're just barely into the second quarter. We can still get these things right. right? If if any one of these or more are speaking to you and your business, get things right. Make this a year that you're going to get your finances in order. It's such a crucial part of your business
0: cpaonfire.com josh has a plethora of resources waiting there for you of course you can always email him directly fire nation he's the kind of guy that will get back in touch with you pretty darn quick maybe not as quick during tax season but pretty quick nonetheless that's josh j-o-s-h at cpaonfire.com and as always you have that free gift what is it josh
1: Yep. So we have a course, our tip number two about choosing the right business entity. We have a free video course that's going to tell you exactly how to do that. cpmfirecom slash fire nation.
0: Boom. Anything else you want to wrap up with?
1: It's early in the year. I said it already, but talk to someone. All right. Take a little bit of time, set a little bit of money aside. I 100% guarantee you if you talk to the right person, you're going to get way more money back than you spend on this. Josh, as always, you are a pleasure, a delight to talk to. Even when you're ranting
0: in (laughs) mid April, um, you know, buried deep in tax returns, you know, you're taking a much deserved vacation down to FLA pretty soon. So get out there, have your family just enjoy themselves. You deserve it. So, uh, thanks for coming on, brother.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get some sleep and come back nicer next month. (laughs) May. Mm. Love it. Later, Josh. (laughs)
0: Thanks, Josh. What went down in March, Fire Nation? Well, a lot went down in March, and not necessarily revenue-wise, as I've already shared, but a lot went down. You know, we closed down a killer Kickstarter campaign on February 5th, where we brought in $453,000, where we had 7,000 backers, where we became the sixth most funded campaign of all time. Kate wrote a kick-butt Kickstarter, that's a lot of K's right there, article that is eofire.com slash Kickstarter that has already been shared out the Wazoo. That is so long. I mean, Kate, have you ever done a workout on that thing? Because I mean, it's so long, so many pictures, so many images, so much stuff. Like if you've ever thought about doing anything crowdfunding, this is your go-to. I am like, I have no doubt that this will become a top result for how to crush Kickstarter on Google. Uh, you know, within a couple of months. It has to be because it's, it's that good. And, and that's just something that we did at the beginning of February. We closed that month out strong. And as I said at the beginning, ended with almost $600,000 in revenue we kind of transitioned a little bit in March. We said, hey, we're going to take a little bit of a step back. We're going to focus on fulfilling these now over 11,000 Freedom Journals that we've sold. Uh, we're going to make sure everything's right there. And then we're going to open up our own store, our own Shopify store. And that's really where I focus a lot of my time and energy in March was perfecting the freedomjournal.com, getting that website dialed in, making it beautiful, making it user-friendly, making it mobile responsive, et cetera, getting the copy down making the shopping cart experience killer because of course the freedomjournal.com we connected to the shopping cart using Shopify so now you can get a one pack, a two pack which is a gift pack, a five pack, a ten pack, a twenty pack which if you get a twenty pack that's the fire pack that's why I love you fire nation and give it to nineteen of your friends and it's all seamless now you order it, um, shipping is automatically um, included with everything that wherever you're at so it's automatically added on for wherever you are in the world. It'll go out that day from our warehouse here in LA that we use, a great company called Shipwire. You're going to get an email confirmation that says, hey, it's coming. Here's the tracking number. Here's your digital gifts that you qualified for. Everything Fire Nation is automated and I love it. And every day I see orders rolling in. We're getting 10 20, sometimes upwards of 30 Freedom Journal orders a day. And that's not books. I mean, we sometimes are getting the 10 packs is one order. We have people ordering 20 packs, that's one order. And we're getting 10, 20, 30 of these orders a day. I'm heads down getting the second edition rolling because, you know, we're already at less than 9,000 freedom journals left. So, I mean, we may end up having to go through a little bit of a sold out period, uh, before that. So if you're thinking about it, the freedomjournal.com, get your little booty over there. Check out our process. Cause if you're thinking about building a store, this is a great one to model after. And if you're thinking about getting a freedom journal, you might want to get it soon. So that is all dialed in. Shopify is a great shopping cart we love it shout out to my man Corey pratt who just rocked the actual website of the freedom journal he's basically can do anything in this area and so impressed by what he has going on and that's what i gotta say about that kate add anything Man, I
2: like feel like I should be taking notes over here because I have like seven <laughs> things I wanted to respond to, but I didn't want to break your flow.
0: <laughs> I was in the flow. You
2: were in the flow. Um, so, okay. First, I was thinking about when you told me you had ordered the first 10,000 Freedom Journals like way back. Um, and then you were like, I think we're going to order 10,000 more and make it 20,000. <laughs> I was like, what? You're crazy. We can't order 20,000 journals when we ha- literally had not even sold one journal Zero. yet. Um, and now to see where we are, to like hear you say that they might be sold out soon, I mean, that's just so wild. But... Um, yes, I was going to give a shout out to Corey as well. The site is so rockin'. I really, really love it. Um, it's so clean and simple and I really dig that. And I also love that we had the opportunity and a reason to check out Shopify, uh, because it's been a really great experience. I think that it's a, it's a really good user experience. Um, so if anyone out there is thinking about trying out Shopify, like John said, head over to the freedomjournal.com. You can just kind of see like... Our site was actually built on WordPress, but it has Shopify integrated in it. So you could see once you go to the shopping cart, you will actually be...
0: Yeah, it'll go to our Shopify storefront.
2: Yeah. Okay. So you can kind of check out that process, which is really cool. Um, yeah, John, way to rock this site this month. I'm loving it. I think it looks great. Booyah.
0: So then I kind of rewarded myself with a little trip out to New York City to hang out with some college buddies because it was the Big East Basketball Championship, which takes place every year at Madison Square Garden, which is Mecca for basketball. And it's just so cool to be in New York City, a city that I love and that I used to live in. It ended up being beautiful weather. I I mean, it was like actually the first day that was in the 70s all year was the first day that I was out there. And everybody was just in Central Park, hanging out. I went on runs. like It was so good. And our basketball team did great. We won in the quarterfinals. We took... Um, the eventual national champion Villanova, who won the national championship a couple days ago, by the way, so go big East for winning the national championship. We took them down to the wire. We were down by two points with three minutes left, ended up losing by six in a really nail biter game. So we played really well and it was just fun being out in New York city. But I will say with, you know, probably just add in the subway trips, the red-eye plane flights that I took, just all over the place as far as like running through the park and staying out late and waking up early. And I came back sicker than I have been. And Katie even put it here in the uh, article, sicker than she's ever seen me. And honestly, sicker than I can remember being in a long time. I remember like one week period in college where I had mono, but I don't even think I was out for as long as I was out. I mean, it was 10 11 maybe even 12 days that I was just not myself. I mean the first seven or eight it was brutal I started slowly coming back the next four or five And finally this is just gonna come back to you have to take care of yourself And I was trying to take care of myself, but you know, I was letting lo- letting loose a little bit again I was out late up early still working out every single day exhausting my body getting i'm sure like i said a bunch of germs from the subway and from the flights and all that crap and my immune system went down so you know Take care of yourself, but it was a great trip. I loved it. And then we came back and luckily I had enough time to recover before the end of the month where Michael O'Neill of Solopreneur Hour and myself rocked Pod Mastery Part 2. Number 2, the second Pod Mastery, we did it this year up in LA, Venice to be specific. We got a killer Airbnb. We had 15 amazing people from around the country fly in. We had a great drinks and kind of pre-hangout party the night before, and then we did a whole day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. the next day, of masterminding, of myself and Michael O'Neill giving some presentations, putting people on hot seats. Then we had a little party to blow it out that night. And then everybody went home the next morning. And just the testimonials we've gone from that, the incredible emails and kind words like we just know that Pod Mastery One was amazing. We learned some things from it. We added those things to Pod Mastery Two and blew it out even more. So keep your eyes and ears open for Pod Mastery Three, because it is coming. All you need to do is head over to podmastery.com and you can sign up on the notification list because these tickets, these seats go quick. So Kate, anything you got to say about uh, my little coast to coast NYC podmastery blab that I had? Well, I'm glad that you're feeling
2: better. It took finally. A while. It, took, a it while. took so long. Um, and yeah, to your point, like I got so many amazing emails from the people who attended Podmastery after the fact just saying like you and Michael are such a great team. Um, you guys bring such different strengths to the table, which is why I think that these Podmastery meetups that you guys do are so incredibly powerful. And um, hey, what's better than spending the day with 15 amazing podcasters plus you and M.O.? nothing.
0: (laughs) So listen, I feel like you've barely talked today. And um, since you just had your birthday two days ago, I don't feel like that's quite right. So why don't you move us into Viva Puerto Rico and kind of take it down. So
2: you're so sweet for mentioning my birthday and on the podcast (laughs) workshop today and on Instagram and on Facebook. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: And I even said your age, which probably wasn't that sweet.
2: That's all right. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm 33, Fire Nation. Booyah, Larry Bird. Viva Puerto Rico. I don't know. I feel like we still got to do that. Oh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always think of. Fire Nation, if you are in my age range, you know what song I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, I we're moving to Puerto Rico. Oh my gosh. I cannot (laughs) believe that we're moving to Puerto Rico. Um, fire nation, we are moving to Puerto Rico on May 1st. So literally like 25 days from the time we are recording this episode, it has been such a whirlwind, like from the time that we decided to do this, which was not that long ago to now. And it's, uh, it's been very exciting. Um, tons of emotions mixed up in this, but like, let's break it down. Why on earth are we moving to Puerto Rico? Well, John and I have chatted a little bit here on the EO Fire podcast and in other areas about our love of travel. And we did a five country tour um, in Europe back in May 2014, which if you've been following us for that long, you definitely got an earful in our May 2014 Income report about that trip. And uh, we've chatted about throwing a business venture into this mix and like doing this travel thing for real. Uh, We talked about starting uh, something called Travel on Fire. But after some really great feedback from you, Fire Nation, you're like, "Mm, I don't know if I would use travel and on fire in the same (laughs) thing. And that's a very great point. We agree. (laughs) Um, So we've kind of turned that around. We've done some major brainstorming on what it is that John and I could do, how can we take, okay, so this is something we talk about all the time, right? How can we take our passions and our expertise, meld those together, find our zone of genius, and then provide value in a space that we know needs it for people who are Traveling the country and who want to be taken on a tour, but not necessarily like one of those tours with, you know, 50 other people that's said in three different languages. And like you're on a time schedule to where, you know, your guide is like holding up the flag. He's like, all right, doesn't matter if you guys want to stay here for a couple more minutes. We're moving on now. (laughs) And you're kind of just like forced right to go along with this crew. I love those tours. John, me and you did a ton of them when we were in Europe. But
0: I've never loved those tours.
2: (laughs) Well, they do allow you to see some stuff that you probably (laughs) wouldn't see before. But what would be even better than that is a tour that you could just pop in your ear via an earbud and listen to somebody talk you through like this amazing experience, which we did in, was that Prague?
0: It was Prague. Rick Steves Prague City Walk Tour.
2: Oh my gosh. That was, and that was the only city that Rick Steves had that for that we visited, right? I don't think we had his books in the other cities and we were following along with his books. Um, but Prague was the only place that he had an extensive audio walking tour. And, and we just started like at the top of the square in Prague. And for, I don't know, two hours, we were walking around. There were these amazing sound effects, like, He was taking us back to these periods in time that were like so historical, so meaningful, so interesting and intriguing. Um, And that's kind of where we had this idea. We're like, if we're traveling Europe and we absolutely love what we just heard from Rick Steves, this experience that he just gave us here in Prague. How come somebody's not doing that for like other cities, there's so many other cities that this would be amazing for. And the other cities that we were in were perfect examples Paris, Barcelona, Cinque Terre. I would have loved to have that. So I'm drawing this out like a lot. You're probably sorry that you told me that it's my <laughs> turn to talk. but um, that's really kind of like the the bug that got us thinking, like, what are we waiting for? Like, why aren't we traveling right now when we talk about how much we love travel and why aren't we getting out there and having these experiences and this like adventure that I know you and I both love, John. And, you know, you're much more adventurous than me in the respect that I kind of feel like somebody could lead you to a cliff and be like, all right, it's time to jump. And you'd be like, all right, see you later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have a parachute, I hope.
2: (laughs) Well, like I'm actually thinking I have in my mind right now when we were in Bermuda, And we went to that, um, was that in Bermuda with your parents? Oh, yes. That cliff diving place? Yes,
0: Admiral Spa's Spa.
2: That was so incredible. But literally, these people just are like, you should go. I think Michael O'Neill is actually the person that recommended it. He's like, yeah, you just go to this cliff and you jump off. And you were like, that sounds amazing. You're jumping into water. (laughs) Um, And then I go to the end of the cliff and I was like, where is the shorter one? (laughs) Like, This one's way too high for me and it really freaks me out. (laughs) Um, but you know, uh, let me try and circle this back so that I'm making any sense here. Um, this adventure, this travel that we're so passionate about the fact that we could potentially travel and experience something new in Puerto Rico, go on this adventure together, see where it takes us, um, you know, be that much closer to Europe and have the potential to jump around and visit different countries and, and America's not America's the world's greatest cities, um, and be able to share that with people, be able to, you know, share that experience with people through audio walking tours. So that's kind of like the baseline. What would you add to that, John?
0: I can close the loop for people because you kind of kept teasing uh, travel on fire and the name that we shifted to with a lot of help from uh, you, Fire Nation, is Cities by Sounds. And it just makes sense because that's exactly what we're doing. Like we're going to be living in the world's greatest cities, Rome, Paris, Berlin, London, and we want you to be able to experience these cities by sounds and, and really just get an in-depth, historical, entertaining tour of these cities so we're definitely saying hey this is something we want to do and i can say there's so many pros about living in san diego one of the cons is kind of a sneaky con it's so beautiful the weather is so amazing everything's great the people are awesome it's just like you're kind of you kind of get stuck in this bubble because you're like why do I want to leave like there's a killer conference coming into town this weekend my friends are throwing a party this weekend um, I can go out you know seven days a week and walk with just a tank top and get sun and etc and you're just like wow like that's been happening now for two years, and like we've barely left. It's like this crazy bubble that we're just gonna forcibly pop, and we're going to Puerto Rico. We're excited, and uh, let me rephrase that because every time I say I say that, I get loving responses from actual Puerto Ricans. Where it's Puerto Rico, it's like a little Rico, little h in there, Rico and i'm still it. you really its, are
2: getting this little i'm thing trying
0: now. i'm trying i mean i tell you every time <laughs> i say on snapchat like we're moving i get like a literally four or five messages from somebody from that great island that will really just repeat it over and over again to help me and i and i appreciate it because i want to be able to say it correctly so i'm working on that but uh we're going may 1st it's going to be an adventure if we hate it Frankly, we're coming back. I mean, we're not going to try to force it to save face. We're going to go there if we love it, we're going to stay. If we hate it, we're going to come back or move somewhere else. But it's going to be an adventure. We'll keep you updated as always and uh I'm excited
2: you know that that is such the important thing to keep in mind, John, and I know that has really helped me during this process because. This is, you know, a a tough thing for me. Like I'm freaked out about moving to a place that I've never been to before. I've never been to Puerto Rico before. And, you know, that's scary. It's the unknown. It makes me uncomfortable. But these are the things that if we never take risks and we never go to just find out, then we're going to always wonder. And what is the worst that could happen? We go to Puerto Rico and we don't like it. Okay, well, then let's move someplace else that we do like. Let's come back to San Diego. Let's go spend time in Maine with your family, John. I mean, sometimes you just have to take that leap to find out what's going to happen.
0: And Fire Nation, we're going to take a leap into March 2016's income breakdown, because our product and service income was rocking, $81,000, Podcasters Paradise brought in 30K, we brought in 29 new members over the month, plus 116 that we currently have recurring since we switched to recurring. This is why business owners love MRR, monthly recurring revenue. You just love seeing that number go up. The Freedom Journal, I'm so proud of this number, brought in $32,454. That is money that has come 80% from Shopify. So just really great to see that this is working, that people are going to the website, they're buying, they're loving, they're, we have, Actually, I don't even think I've told you this, Kate, but we have a recurring option, um, a subscription model now at thefreedomjournal.com and we have 24 people that have, bought via the subscription model. So every 90 days, they get another Freedom Journal automatically shipped out to them. So super cool. Oh, that cool. is
2: so cool. Yeah, they I did save, not know that. Yeah, they
0: save 10%. So it's down to thirty one fifty, and they get a new Freedom journals automatically shipped out to them every 90 days. So Love it. So they have that new goal just waiting for them, that next big goal. Um, we had a great month with podcast websites at $7,500. I mean, Fire Nation, and that's just our portion of it, of course, because I'm a co-founder of it, but Fire Nation, if you haven't checked out podcastwebsites.com yet, and you're a podcaster, and you've let certain things hold you back, like you're, you don't have the website that you want, you don't necessarily have the integration with the storage, et cetera, the support, the security, the backup, this is your all-in-one podcasting solution. So go check out podcastwebsites.com, set up a free consult with my co-founder, Mark Asquith. He's an amazing fellow. Um, our affiliate income was 34k, which I love. Let me kind of skin over a big one. Um, we did a killer joint webinar with David Siteman Garlands that's uh, going to be giving us some big affiliate revenue in the upcoming months, and uh, that's what I'll say about that. And again, as always, Fire Nation, you can come and check out all of the income, all of our expenses. We detail it out. Just head over to eofire.com slash income31, and you'll get to come to this entire post, see everything that Kate's posted, that Josh posted, all of our expenses and all of our revenue just listed out. I mean, it will all be there for you. So eofire.com slash income31. Come on over and check it out. Now we're going to move into our biggest lesson learned from this month. And as always, this is Kate's biggest lesson learned. So girl, take it home.
2: Yeah, this one is a doozy. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to kind of preface this by saying... If what I'm about to talk about is something that you've experienced, something that you have questions about, something that you've been wondering, we already have this lined up as our tax tip for next month. So for April's income report, what I'm about to talk about, Josh is actually going to be talking about it. Insanely intelligently. Um, whereas I'm just going to tell you what my experience has been as an entrepreneur who's like, Oh, physical products and sales tax. That means that we have to like do some different things. I mean, this was like not something that we had planned for when we launched the Freedom Journal. It was our first physical product ever. It's the first time that we've ever like. Opened up an Amazon seller's account. Um, And let's be real, we're creatures of habit. We love to know what's up ahead. Um, But we found out this month more often than not, you simply can't predict what's around every single corner. So we took the first step. We launched the Freedom Journal. And I talk a lot about this in the recap post how there were a lot of steps that we didn't necessarily know were going to be required until we started taking action. These things will present themselves to you. I can promise you that. Just the same way that sales tax and this whole thing presented itself to me. Um, Luckily, Ryan, who is a part of our bookkeeping team over at Kahuna, sent me an email one day and he's like, So, how are you guys going to be collecting and paying on sales tax for the Freedom Journal? And I was like, "Um, that's a good question. I didn't even know that this was a thing that, you know, I needed to be concerned with. Um, So, of course, I jump on Skype with Josh immediately, ask him 5 million questions. And Josh kind of helps me out with um, we connected our Shopify and our Amazon store to uh, a software called tax jar so t-a-x-j-a-r and this software pulls in is kind of like um like zero or uh, quickbooks but it's specifically for to help you uh collect and pay on sales tax um so we check this out we connect amazon and john you and i had had this conversation about like okay Where's Amazon actually distributing the Freedom Journal from? And, and we're like, well, we definitely know it's in LA and we definitely know it's in Indiana. So two places. I connected our Amazon to TaxJar and it pulled 13 different states that Amazon was shipping the Freedom Journal from. So uh, we're still kind of in the midst of this. And that's why I precursored this with um, this will be something that Josh goes into detail next month because we're still kind of working our way through this and what this means and what, we have, what we're going to have to do as a result of this. But in this income report, I really just wanted to share with you two huge lessons that I learned just as a result of even discovering this. Number one, you just are not going to know what's around every corner. So in order to find out, you just have to take that next step forward. I didn't know that we were going to be... I didn't even know what tax jar was. I didn't know it existed (laughs) before we came up against this. So there are going to be things that you're not going to be able to prepare for that you can't figure out ahead of time. You just have to take action. Number two, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who can help you once you do run into these things. And you're like, I have no idea what to do right now. If I didn't have Ryan reach out to me and ask me that question, and if I didn't have Josh who I could then reach out to and say, what's going on here then John and I would be sitting scrambling, trying to figure this all out on our own. And you and I both know that that would not be fun. <laughs> so Fire Nation, I hope that this kind of gives you a little bit of insight that these two quick lessons learned are helpful and just kind of getting you to start thinking about these kind of things. Um, and again, I'll look forward to Josh diving into more of this from an actual tax and CPA perspective, um, in our income report in April.
0: And Fire Nation, I'm going to close this down by just saying, listen, don't let any of this stuff that we're talking about stop you from starting. And that was really one of Kate's major points. We don't know what's going to be around the corner until we're driving up to it. You know, we're that car, we're driving in the country. There's a big bend around the corner. We're not going to know what's around that corner until we get there. So you need to take action, you need to drive, you need to make that happen. And then things will be revealed. And you need to invest in yourself with your time, your energy, your bandwidth to learn. And hopefully, you you have the ability to invest in others who are skilled in that like Josh is for us like Kahuna is for us etc cetera, etc cetera. so Big takeaway here, just take action, get going. The road r- will reveal itself along the way and do everything you can to stack the deck and the cards in your favor. So Fire Nation, as always, thank you so much for joining us for another income report. eofire.com slash income one will take you directly to this income report with all the details, all the links that we've been talking about. I mentioned a couple times, but you guys got to check out Kate's epic post on how to crush kickstarter eofire.com slash kickstarter epic post going all the way to the top of google i have no doubt so fire nation you take care you be you and we'll catch you on the flip side
2: much love fire nation we'll talk to you next month
0: fire nation thank you for listening to Eo eofire visit eofire.com for killer resources free trainings and so much more Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? The Freedom Journal is a gorgeous, leather-bound journal awaiting you at thefreedomjournal.com. Ignite!